We are so excited that you are joining us today. We here at Royal Priesthood Ministries are dedicated and committed to teaching, equipping, and training men and women in the principles of God. These principles will free them from their past hurts, pains, frustrations, and confusions, helping them find love, help, forgiveness, peace, divine direction, and encouragement. Our senior pastor, Harold W. Britton Sr. and co-pastor Sherry Britton have answered the call that God placed on their lives. Let's hear what the Lord is saying through His vessels today. Amen, 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 amen. Well, hello, hello, hello. How is all the kings, queens, prince, and princesses doing? I am Pastor Sherry Lynn Britton from the Royal Priesthood Ministry, where my awesome husband, Pastor Harold W. Britton Sr. is the pastor, 2518 Delaware, um, oh, on the east side of Flint, Michigan. And so I'm so excited tonight about um, us talking about letting our light shine in the goodness of God, amen. And when you think about the goodness of God, nothing else will outweigh that. So I have a song that, I'm going to want pastor to play for me. And I just, I was so in, um, uh, delighted that my uh, wealth coach, um, Rick the Wealth Coach, some of you may know him on YouTube or Instagram. He, this is his um, a single and uh, he has more uh, songs coming, but I want pastor to go ahead and play it. Amen. Sing along. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Surely, mm. goodness and mercy shall follow me all of my days. And when I think of his favor, I can't help but give you the praise. And Lord, you came into my life, and you took the and surely goodness and mercy shall follow me, and it shall Surely, 
find the church that you need to, you need to be listening to someone that has the word of God who can uh, cause your life to be transformed and changed. And so that you will know what the divine purpose you were created for. So you're not just wasting time, get frustrated, try to do good things, but nothing's coming together. God has a divine plan. Jeremiah 29 and 11, he says, For I know the thoughts and plans that I think towards you, says the Lord. Thoughts and plans of peace to give you a great expected end. And that's for everybody. This is why you want to hook up with good people, with a good pastor, not just a person who says they're a pastor, but someone who is truly anointed and being led by God so that they can lead you into great pastures of the divine purpose and blessings that God has for you. God bless you. And um, for those of you who have your books, uh, 167, and um, we're going to start at the top. In that caption, it says, kindness attracts people to us. I'm going to say that again. I like that. Kindness attracts people to us and to Jesus who, in, who is inside of us. If people look at you and they can't tell you have Jesus, then you need to get on your knees and ask God to forgive you and help you to start living to the point where people can see the fruits of the Spirit coming out of you, that love, that joy, that peace, and that they would want to also follow the Lord Jesus Christ that's inside of you. Yes. It said God needs for us to manifest his kindness because it's a witness to the world. And that's why we live holy. We want to be a witness to the world. We want to draw somebody out of darkness. We want to draw them out of sin, out of drugs, out of adultery, out of abuse. Whatever type of life they're living, sin always causes calamity and chaos. Where there is chaos, there is no peace. But when there is truly the uh, uh, presence of God on a person's life and in a person's life, then people can see Jesus in you and they'll say, hey, how, why do you always have peace? Why are you always excited? Why are you always happy? It's because it's the power of God on the inside of me, the power of God on the inside of you. And it's so important for us to be a witness to the world. It also says, when unbelievers see us being tender and benevolent, they realize there's something different about us. Ooh, ask your neighbor, is there something different about you? Is there something different about you? If Jesus is on the inside, then there will be something different about you. When they see us acting like our father, speaking kind words and doing kind deeds, they start thinking, hmm, I wish I could be like this. I wish I could be like that. And I just want to stop for a minute and tell you, you can. And for those of you who want to start being like that right now, I'm not going to wait to the end of the sermon or the teaching. I want you just to close your eyes and lift your hands right now and say, Lord Jesus, I asked you to forgive me for all my sins and blot out all my transgressions and receive me as your son or your daughter into the kingdom of God. Fill me with your wisdom and your joy, Lord, and help me to live holy, to serve you and to serve others 
and to know what my purpose is. So I will live a life of a purpose-filled life of the Lord of love and blessings. God bless you. Amen, amen, and amen. And if you just repent it, then you are into the kingdom of God. And as I said, get into a good Bible-believing church, not just any church, but a church, a word church, that when you stand on the word, you have a foundation on the inside of you. When the storms of life come, you won't find yourself back out in the street, drinking, smoking, getting high, and just stealing everybody else's goods when God has already blessed you with your own. Yes, thank you. God bless you. And then the rest of the book says, um, um, people say that I wish I could be like that. And as I said, you can. And those who have just accepted the Lord Jesus Christ, now you will start being. Hallelujah. And that's why you need a shepherd, one who has God's heart, because they will shepherd you and teach you the ways of God so that you can grow and be an overcomer more than a conqueror. And you will accomplish and be extremely successful. Yes. Amen. It says, um, they likely to be interested when we tell them about the Lord. Um, sometimes people are not interested when you tell them about the Lord, but when they see an example that is totally different, they see someone really living holy day after day after month after month, year after year. They say, hmm, that must be real because can't nobody think that long. Because everybody has some problems sometimes. Amen? And so, therefore, it is important for us to have the word of God, which is powerful. Amen? What's more, when we sow kindness into other people's lives, we reap kindness in our own lives. So, this is another reason why you want to um, walk in the fruits of the Spirit Walking in the fruits of the Spirit means living a daily lifestyle of God's character, his love, joy, peace, patience, meekness, faith, temperance, self-control, long-suffering. You know, um, you sow kindness in other people's life and watch the kindness come back. Amen. People treat us better and hold us in higher regard when we see when they see us living holy, amen? They tend to speak well of us and do nice things for us because they say, hey, that's a nice person. Are you nice? Ask yourself, are you nice? And if you're not, you can change. I'm not here to bash you. I'm here to lift you, encourage you, strengthen you, and tell you, you can live your best life starting today. Yes. And as we continue on, it says the principles... The principle is confirmed repeatedly in scripture. A kind heart, woman gains respect, and a kind man benefits himself, but a cruel man brings trouble on himself. And you can find that in Proverbs 11, 16 through 17 in the NIV, amen. And I'll say, um, I wanna say that again. A kind-hearted woman gains respect, and a kind man benefits himself. But 
A cruel man brings trouble on himself. So if you cruel and you mean and life has been, I'm going to tell you something. Life has uh, came and attacked all of us in some kind of way. We've lost loved ones. We've had uh, attacks of sickness and diseases. And I thank God, hallelujah, I am here today because in 2005 I had a lung disease and the doctors told me within two years you'd be in a wheelchair after that, that lung disease would eat you up. Well, I want you to know I'm lung disease free. Hallelujah! And I'm giving God all the glory. Amen? And hallelujah. Even during that, I continued being nice. Amen? Hallelujah. This is the virtuous woman opening her mouth with what? Wisdom. When you open up your mouth, do you open up your mouth with wisdom? Or do you always have something negative to say? We always want to be women of virtue. Amen. When we open up our mouth, we want people to eat from our tree of righteousness of wisdom. And in her tongue is the law of kindness. Ooh, what's in your tongue? Ask your neighbor, what's in your tongue? Is it the law of kindness? Or do you want to take your tongue and lash folks like a with a whip? Don't be lashing people like a whip because it makes you feel good that you got something on them. No. You want somebody doing that to you? Don't do them that way either. And the, that's the thing about the Lord. I had to learn a whole, and I'm still learning. I'll be learning forever, and so will you, even in heaven. We'll be learning the ways of the Lord. So that a lot of times, we, like they say, you can get a whole lot more, what they say, bees with honey than you can with something that's sour. And so sometimes we think our method, this going to bring them in. No, if your way is not effective, I heard somebody say one time, if you're telling somebody a message and it, and, it, and, it, and it causes them to draw back from you instead of for you, your message is not effective and it's not good. Ask the Holy Spirit to show you how to give an effective message. A message is, is meant to minister to someone to strengthen someone, to encourage someone, to lift someone. But if you say something that is going to bash and put people down, make them feel worse, then when you open up your mouth and it's not words of wisdom, amen, and there's not the law of kindness in our tongue, then we have to change. I remember one time I used to be that way. What I said was true, but how I said it, it was tongue lashing people. And sometimes people get joy out of, see, now you shouldn't have been doing that. Don't nobody want to hear that. What happened to love? Don't you believe that the love of God can draw them? And believe me, Bible said, vengeance is mine, said the Lord, I will repay. So if they're doing something, leave it to God to get them. Amen. And don't you be trying to get your two cent in on them. Amen. And make them feel bad. We want to draw people to God, not away from God. With love and kindness, what did he say? Have I did what? Drawn thee. So, if you want to draw people, how you think you're going to do it? With what? Love and kindness. Thank you. And it also says her children rise up and call her blessed. What do your children call you? Amen. Thank God they called me blessed. Amen. At one time, I don't think they was feeling that way. They thought mama was mean. <laughs> Amen. 
But thank God, hallelujah, they grew up and they began to see that I really had their best interest at heart. It says, um, they rise up and call her blessed. Um, her husband also, and he praised her. Does your husband praise you or do you nag him so much that he can't even get a word, uh, uh, a word in edgewise to even praise you? We must stop just doing things because mama did it, daddy did it, and that's the way they used to do it, and that's the way I am. Well, you need to change. And if it's me, I need to change. And I'm constantly changing. When I find out something that I'm doing that is not correct, it's not right, I hold my hands up and ask the Lord to forgive me. While I was um, going through this lesson, I started repenting going through the lesson. And, hey, if there's something that on this lesson that, hey, if it, if it don't, don't take an offense when the Lord tries to correct me or correct you. But just repent. Hold your hands up and say, Lord, please forgive me. And even in Facebook, ask the Lord just to forgive you. Don't let pride ride and say, well, hmm, that's just the way I am and I ain't changing for nobody. Ooh, we, there'll be a day that you will because you will need somebody's help and don't nobody want to deal with somebody always nagging, always, um, you know, there's not the law of kindness in their tongue, but they have harsh, abrasive words. Try it. Try it and ask the Lord whatever is in your heart that makes you always feel like you got to beat folks up instead of lift them up. Yeah, I did say that. Don't beat folks up, but lift them up. And sometimes I listen to what I say. I said, hmm, was that right? And then if it wasn't, guess what? I repent and I get it right. And then I say it right. Let us not be afraid, ashamed, or embarrassed, or too prideful to tell someone, please forgive me. I'm sorry. I should have said that a little nicer. Let me put some kindness, uh, uh, law of kindness in my tongue. Amen. And sometimes there's some deep, deep rooted things in our heart. And the Bible says, out of, a, um, out of the heart, the mouth speaks. So you keep on listening to folks and you'll know exactly what's in their heart. Amen. But I thank God I do have a husband who uh, Pastor Harold W. Britton Sr. is a phenomenal husband, almost of 28 years, May 28th. And uh, he does give me praise, and I thank God for you, honey. God bless you. Hallelujah. Continue to be blessed, and congregation be blessed too. It says, do not let kindness and truth leave you. Do not, don't let kindness and truth. And some folks be talking about, I'm having a bad day. Well, stop having a bad day then. Stop right there and say, in Jesus' name, Lord, I'm having a bad day. And then tell yourself, in Jesus' name, I break the power of that spirit of having a bad day and saying mean things to folks, snapping on folks, and making you, you, making you feel good, you think, and making other folks feel bad. No. Stop it in Jesus' name. Take authority over whatever mean spirit that is. Bind it up. Amen. The Bible said, we he given us power in Luke 10, 19. He said, behold, I give you power to tread over serpents and scorpions. I give you power over all the enemy and nothing shall by any means, what? Hurt you. And it stops right there, but I'm going to finish it for you. But nothing shall by any means hurt you when you use your authority. But if you don't use your authority, the devil will kill you. Amen. 
Your mama, your daddy, your sister, your brother, and everybody here just go down the line. You ever seen folks, oh, uh, uh, auntie died of a heart attack. Then mama died of a heart attack. Then the kids started dying of a heart attack. And then I heard somebody say, well, so many people had died of a heart attack in, in, their, in their family, and they start talking about it. And, you know, I think I'm going to be this. I said, oh, God, no. Please don't curse yourself. You better learn kingdom language. Bible said, call those things that be not. As though they were. Don't call it as it is. Amen. You start saying the name of Jesus. I command the heart attacks to stop in the family now. In Jesus name. And I declare I'm not dying of no heart attack. But you got to stand on that word. And stay on that word day and night and night and day. As Joshua 1 and 8 said. This book of the law shall not depart out of my mouth. But I'll meditate how? Day and night. Why do we have to meditate day and night? Because we fleshly, we get in a, a fear, we get in a doubt, we get in unbelief. And the more we speak the word of God, it gets deep in our hearts till it actually becomes a part of us. And I've heard people say to me, is that all she do is speak the word of God? Mm, that's my language. What's yours? Because that language gets me healed, it gets me saved, it gets me delivered, it gets me blessed, and it has blessings coming. It brings healing to other people's lives. So what kind of language are you using? Yes. And going on, it says, do not let kindness and truth leave you. Bind them about your neck. Write them on the tablets of your heart. You know how you write them? Bind them around your neck and write them on the tablets of your heart. You read that word day and night. And the other thing I want to say, I thank God for um, my wealth coach, Rick the Wealth Coach. He teaches that word, and I tell you, we don't start no meetings until we learn. And I tell you, I am learning. Now, I know a lot of scripture, yeah, all my life. <laughs> but to memorize five scriptures in a row, I have never done that till now and I, I thank God for you know um, Rick uh, our wealth coach you know saying hey it's stretching my memory it's causing my memory to become better and it's stretching me a lot of times we get comfortable when I'm done well I'm just gonna do stuff my own way if your play ain't working you need to stop and listen to somebody else and you know, and begin to be productive. If what you're doing is not productive, start learning some scripture in a row. And keep saying it over and over and over. Meditating just like the word of God said in Joshua and also in Psalms. It says meditate day and night. Amen. Hallelujah. Then if it's on the inside and you bind it around your neck and you write it on the tablets of your heart, it says, so will you find favor. Oh, my goodness. And you won't have to hate. Just participate. Folks be hating and be jealous of other people. You don't have to be. God said he's already blessed you in Deuteronomy 2 and 28. He says, if you obey the word of the Lord, all these blessings shall overtake you. But if you disobey... Uh, the word of the Lord, all the curses will overtake you. So if you're disobedient and you're walking and just like, well, <clears throat> you just got some kind of attitude about yourself and you think you're okay, you're not okay, baby. 
Come on and join the people who are having success and blessings in their life. And their families, our families are coming together. Amen. Our families are getting saved. They're, and they're getting delivered. And so when you see your family member acting up, don't say, oh, my God, they're doing this and they're doing that. We all have to catch ourselves because we all can get in the flesh. Amen. But start declaring. Father, I thank you. They say, mm-mm-mm-mm. I'm just so happy to see you. Every time you see them, you know what? You're a world changer. You know, speak blessings. You're so blessed. Hallelujah. And it don't matter if they mock you because sometimes some of them will. That's their problem. It's not mine. I won't let their problem become mine. Right? But if we do this, um, it tells us that um, we will find favor and good and, and good repute in the sight of God and man. And you can find that in Proverbs 3, 3 through 4, and the NASB version. And then it also says, therefore, as God's chosen people, say, I'm a chosen people. I'm chosen by God. Holy and dearly beloved. And people be, it says, clothe yourself with kindness. Clothe yourself with kindness. What are you closing yourself with? You can tell what you're closing yourself with with what comes out of your mouth. Amen. Hallelujah. If you need to back up, back up and repent. But you can find that in Colossians 3 and 12 in the NIV. Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly beloved, clothe yourself with kindness. Tell your neighbor, clothe yourself with kindness. The next time you think that you're going to go off on somebody, listen to yourself and say, ah, 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 ah. Clothe yourself with kindness. And sometimes, hey, if you got a family member that is saved, maybe y'all can play the game. I used to play games with my children and tell them, we're going to walk in the fruit of the spirit. This week is going to be love. Next week is going to be joy. Next week is going to be peace. We just go until we get through all of the fruits of the spirit. Amen? Yes. And that way, you know, we can all help each other. It says, come to Jesus and get a fresh supply. Ooh, tell somebody, Facebook, come to Jesus and get a fresh, a fresh supply. It says, yes. I know those verses are in the Bible, you might say, but my life is so hectic. Oh, that means when people's life is so hectic, they're not applying the word of God to their life. You got to keep applying and keep applying and keep applying because it's going to be changing your nature. It's going to be changing your old bad habits. It's going to be changing your thought process. You won't have a poverty mindset anymore. You won't have a poverty heart. You won't have a negative mouth that every time somebody sees you, you got something negative to say, but it's going to change. They're going to say, you're going to say kind words, loving words. Amen. The, the law of kindness is going to be in your tongue because it's coming out of your heart now because you have said that word over and over and over. And so now you can speak the word of God. It's a lifestyle. Amen. 
And then some people say, I'm too tired to even think about whether or not I'm going, what I can be kind. Too tired? Ooh, wee. And there's also some people say, well, I don't have enough energy. I don't have enough energy to be kind. Ooh, wee. Well, you had energy to be me. So let's just turn this boat around. I understand better yet. So does Jesus. He knows how draining challenges of life can be sometimes. And he told us in the New Testament how to get recharged. He said, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden. And I will do what? Give you what? Rest. <laughs> he said, take my yoke upon you and learn of me for I am meek and lowly in heart and ye shall find rest unto your souls for my yoke is easy and my burdens are light you can find that in Matthew 11 28 through 30 and a lot of times the reason why things are so hard because people really haven't learned to trust God and they're doing it on their own. I can't do it on my own. None of us can. None of us are great. The Bible says not one good. There's none good but one. His name is Jesus. Amen. And so it's important. Um, hallelujah. For us to come unto the Lord. Amen. All ye that labor. See Jesus telling you. You, you laboring on your own. That's why it's hard. It's just too hard to be doing all of this. It would be too hard if I did it on my own too. But when I do it with his strength and I do it with his joy and I do it with his love, you got to learn to submit to it. When folks say crazy stuff and you want to blow up and tell them off, you submit and say, Holy Spirit, mm, I feed you right now. I do not want to tell them off. I don't want to start cussing. People can cuss more than one ways. Because sometimes you all the negative things that you want to say to a person is still cussing. Why? Because it's not the word of God. It's not righteousness and truth. Amen. You try to get them back for how they was acting. Now you acting like them. Now it's two of y'all instead of one. Stop it in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, let us show you the way. And then it says, so what do we do? When we're exhausted and running short of, on kindness, we run to who? Jesus. Hey, man. He's the source of fruit of the spirit in our lives. He's our deliverer. He's the one who enables us to be gracious and thoughtful and helpful to others. We don't do it on our own ability, as I was saying earlier, we, we can't do anything on our own ability. But this is why we start our morning off with prayer. This is why we start our morning off reading the word of God. Even if you just got five minutes, in Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, it says, in all your ways, acknowledge him, and he shall direct your path. Most people get up, they say they're Christians, and they directing their own path, and they try to handle everything, and then they're like, oh, God, please help. Well, he told you how to get his help. 
We have to trust in him. Get up and pray in the morning. Get up and read your scriptures and learn them scriptures. Amen. Like, hey, I'm not, I'm, I'm doing the same thing I'm telling you to do. Amen. So I can stay joyful. So I can stay full of the word of God. You can't start your day without prayer. You can't, and honey, if you're running, pray while you're on the run. Father, in Jesus' name, I acknowledge you. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 said, in all your ways acknowledge him. And he shall what? Direct your path. Some folks be talking about, oh, I don't know what I'm going to do today. Acknowledge God first in prayer. Read your word. And then, hallelujah, after you acknowledge him, then thoughts will start coming to your heart and coming to your mind. You're like, oh, man, yeah. Why, why didn't I think of that before? Well, you acknowledge God, and now he just showed you which way to go. <laughs> Amen. Praise God. And so, therefore, a whole lot of problems can be solved if we take time. But, see, we have to, we have to do this daily. It's a lifestyle of getting up. Praying, putting God first. Amen. Go to bed on time so you can get up, especially when it's time for prayer. Amen. I went through that thing when I was sleeping many years ago. Amen. Every now and then it may hit me. But, amen. Oh, Lord, you want me to get up. And sometimes God will require, get up at three, get up at two, get up at one, get up. And I and I'll get up sometime and I dance for the Lord and I sing to him. Amen. And then sometimes I just bow and I just worship. Sometimes I'm just quiet before him. What am I doing? I'm building my relationship with him. So when I get in trouble, I know him. I ain't scared to ask my daddy. Daddy, I need some more money. Daddy, I need you to fix this situation in the family. Daddy, this is a situation at the church. Daddy, them folks at work. Daddy, this traffic and these people, I command this traffic to get out of my way. Amen. We got power. Amen. To tread over serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. And nothing shall by any means hurt us when we use the authority that God has given us. And when we walk with the Lord and allow those fruits of the spirit to let our light shine so people know we saved. Amen. Because they're looking at you, something come out of your, out of your mouth and it shouldn't. They're going to say, I thought they were saved. And then you're too embarrassed to tell somebody about Jesus because you know you just cussed them out. Ooh-wee. But guess what? Don't stop there. Go back and repent. Tell me, you know what? I am so sorry. <laughs> I'm learning to live for Jesus, and I blew it. God said he loves an honest heart. Amen? But the thing is, don't keep doing it because if you ain't fasting and praying like you should, guess what? You will keep doing it. And then guess what? Ain't nobody want to deal with you. After a while, it's like, okay, boo, you get yourself together, then you come on. But until then, nah, I'm not putting up with it. I don't have to. Amen? I love you from a distance. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Go get full of Jesus, then you'll know how to deal that part. <laughs> it's just so, um, thank you, Jesus. Okay, and uh, people are exhausted and running short of, of kindness, you know, and we told them to run to Jesus. Amen? Hallelujah. 
And it says, because he's the source of fruit of the spirit in our lives. He's our deliverer. He's the one who enables us to be gracious. It is the power and the presence of God on the inside of me to make me uh, be nice. People full of the devil, you know they full of the devil because you can hear the way they talk. Amen. And how they, they attitudes towards you. And they mm, looking at you all crazy and all that. Those are people, the devil got some fruit too. It's just bad. It's hatred, jealousy, anger, you know, um, negativity, never nothing good. I'm not dealing with that. Amen. I like to be around happy people. And I will dismiss myself quietly and nicely. I'm like, okay, I got to go. Bye. Amen. Whether you're on the phone or not, I got to go. Uh-huh. I got an appointment with Jesus every time somebody gets to acting crazy. Amen. So it ain't a lie. <laughs> got to go. <laughs> Amen. We don't uh, do it in our own ability. We don't do it by straining and working at it in the natural and it's just so hard. It just seems like life is so hard. It is without Jesus. It's real hard. Can I tell you something? Isn't it? And after a while, it's impossible. And whether you know it or not, he's been helping you anyway. He'll just help you more if you ask him. Because you need to get off that high pride horse, that high horse of pride, and quit riding it. Get out. Get down off of that high horse of pride. Amen. And ask somebody to help you. Do you know why God created families? So that we would all have to walk in some humility and ask somebody to help. Amen. You can't do it on your own. I can't do it on my own. So you might as well go on with God's program and that's submit to him. Humble yourself before the mighty hand of God and he'll what? Exalt you in due time. It's got to come. So if you read the word and trust God, guess what? The blessings of the Lord make rich and no sorrow, and they have to come. Amen? It says we walk in the fruit of the Spirit through our union and fellowship with him. I'm going to say that again. How do you walk with the Lord? You know? And if you fall off, hey, get back up. Repent. And keep on going. We walk in the fruit of the spirit, love, joy, peace, amen. You wake up. I'm going to walk in the fruit of the spirit. Amen. Say, hi, good morning, everybody. You say, I ain't saying nothing to nobody talking about coffee. Ooh, I'm scared of you. Oh, Seb, I ain't going to be scared of you. I'm just going to stay away from you. Mm-hmm, serious. Amen. Hallelujah. And I pray that you know God is greater than coffee. Yes, he is. And so we walk in the fruit of the Spirit through our union and fellowship with him. It says, come to me, Jesus said. Don't look at the circumstances. Quit looking at what you're going through. God has you in it because he wants you to grow. He wants me to grow. He wants us to learn to lean on him. And I can lean back as far as I want to. And guess what? He never going to let me fall. Never. Why? If you read his word, he said, I'll never leave you or forsake you. Amen. 
He will never. Amen. And sometimes God let folk walk out your life so you can learn to trust him. Amen. And when you trust him, guess what? You'll never have to fall again. Woo-wee. <laughs> You'll never have to be disappointed again. Right? Because you're trusting him. He may, he's not going to do everything you want him to. He don't do everything I want him to do. And thank God he don't. Because sometimes we don't know how things should go. Amen. But come to me, Jesus says. Don't look at your circumstances that have risen up against you. Amen. Don't look at people around you and say, well, they never helped me. They don't care anything about me. You ever said that? Mm -hmm. When you're looking at, when you're looking to circumstances and people, you're looking in the wrong place. Because I'm going to tell you, you will always be disappointed at one place or one uh, time or another. Because people will fail you, even good people. And sometimes God may just not even have them there. And you're thinking, mm, I thought you would be there for me. Sometimes God don't want them to be because, number one, he's trying to get you straightened out so that you can trust him. So when they're there, you trust him. And when they're not there, you trust him. Guess what? You won't miss a thing. Amen? Hallelujah. He already said he would take care of you. You look for somebody else to take care of you. Stop it. Amen. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Sometimes God won't allow people to care the way you want them to care for you. Because he wants to care for you. He said, I care for you. Do you believe that Jesus cares for you? Amen. Just tell him you love him and blow him a kiss. I love you, Jesus. You kiss everybody else. How come you can't kiss Jesus? Go on, give him another kiss. Amen. Did you feel good when you did that? Did you feel that, that it just went into the spirit and mm, it just gave you the warm and fuzzies? <laughs> Amen. Praise you, Jesus. Amen. Look to the Lord. His yoke is easy. Or as that verse can also be translated, his yoke is kind. You can always get fresh, a fresh supply of kindness from Jesus. Please, be, uh, I mean, you can always get a fresh supply of kindness from Jesus because he has an abundance of it. Abundance of kindness. Amen. It says, and he is eager to minister it to you. He's waiting with open arms, eager to help you. To pour out his mercy on you. And to lift the burden off your shoulders. Amen. Sometimes when I'm feeling a little heavy or feeling just quite not right. Sometimes I'll just go and I'll just get on my knees in my living room. And I'll just kind of spread out and just say, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Refresh, restore, and renew my strength. You got to learn it. Just follow your face and be in his face. And just as the, uh, the, this uh, book that Sister Gloria Copeland wrote, that God always has a fresh supply of kindness, 
a fresh supply of love, a fresh supply of strength, a fresh supply of joy, a fresh supply of peace. What is it you need tonight? God has it. Amen. And hey, even if I'm driving my car, I'm like, Lord, I need it. God, I need you. Sometimes you just need to holler it out and get the stress off of you. Jesus, I need you now. Amen. Woo. I'm trying to think of the singer this song. I need you now. I need you now. I need you now. I need you now. Not another minute, another second, hour of the day. I need you right away. I need you now. Amen. How many of you need him now? Just lift your hands and woo, hallelujah. And just receive what you need right now. Amen. And he also says he's eager to help you to pour out his mercy on you and to lift the burden right off your shoulders. And when you go to God, go in faith so that you can feel different when you get back up. Amen. And remember, if you put in your heart and put in your mind, when I go to him, he's going to answer my prayer. Don't be going there and talking about, well, I'm still waiting. What you waiting for? Did you release the faith? Then take it right then. Amen. You got to learn in faith to take what God has for you. Even if you don't see it. That's why sometimes I say, no matter what it look like, sound like, or feel like, the just live by what? Faith. Amen. Well, I know he, he heard me. I know I said it. I know he did it. From, that, from there, you just start thanking him. And just start singing so don't you don't get angry and frustrated with what the devil is trying to bombard your mind and your heart with. Amen? He won't just barge in and uninvited. However, and take those burdens away from you. He won't force his rest and refreshing on you. You have to give it. You have to give him an opening by getting into his word and his presence. You have to draw nigh. Go close to God. Like I said, make it a habit. This is what I do. Every time I'm upset, every time I'm angered, and whether I'm driving, whether I'm walking, whether I'm at home, I'm not at home, I'm at the store, I make it a habit. Lord, I need you now. Jesus, okay, these folks is acting crazy. But then I remember who I am and I start taking authority. Oh, I cancel. I shut that down. Shut that down. I just worry just to get in here and remove all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. We got to start operating in the kingdom. You have to start operating in the supernatural. And know there's nothing that God won't do for us that lines up with his word. Amen. Draw nigh to him. And he will draw nigh to you. You can find that in James 4 and 8. Amen. Like I said, make a habit. First thing I'm going to do is get up. Get up and pray. Get up and sing. Get up and dance. Get up and read scriptures. Amen. And learn them. Learn them. Amen. Stretch your brain and say in the name of Jesus. And I, 
I thank God, hallelujah. I wouldn't let come out of my mouth when uh, Coach Rick, <laughs> our well coach, when he said, um, I want y'all to start learning these scriptures. You need to start learning five of them at a time. I wouldn't go bother to come out, let come out of my mouth what was going through my brain. My brain was, <laughs> it was saying all kinds of stuff like, you ain't never did that before. You know, you're getting older now. I don't know if you can do that. I had to shut my brain down and say in Jesus' name, you can and you will. And guess what? Since I didn't let that craziness come out of my mouth and start talking defeat, guess what? I've been doing it. You can do it, and I'm going to keep doing it until I get better and better at it. Amen? Yes. Don't wait until you're in a desperate situation to draw near to God. Oh, no. Don't just look to him as your last resort and be like the fellow whose friend asked for prayer and he responded, oh, uh, my, oh, my, has it come to that? You mean you want me to pray for you? The Bible said be instant in season and out. You should be ready to pray at a drop of a hat. You should be full of power, but you can't be if you arguing all the time. If you're angry, if you're upset, if you're frustrated, all those things are shortcuts to God answering your prayer because it opens the door to doubt, fear, and unbelief. All those things, are they are a thief and it will steal your blessings from thee. Amen? It says, cultivate the habit of praying up, up, about everything. Amen? And there's a scripture that tells us to pray. Pray without ceasing. Oh, the Bible was lying when it said you got to pray about everything. And sometimes we just take it for granted we it didn't happen. Because sometimes it happened and we didn't pray because of God's good grace. But we just want to live like, oh, Lord, just keep doing it like that. Then we would never grow. We would never overcome. We would be no more than conquerors. We'd be a bunch of babies sitting up there. Going nowhere, doing nothing, and not being successful. God wants successful people. He wants strong people. He wants fruitful people. He wants people that are going forward. They're innovative. And they're, uh, they're fearless to stop. Don't stop. Don't quit. Don't look back. I don't care. Um, the Bible says a man falls seven times and do what? Get back up. What does that tell you? We all may have some challenges sometimes and look like we're going and we're going. Amen. And we fall. We get up a little bit, fall again. Get up again and fall on that side. Get up, fall again. But guess what? Don't give up. Amen. Tell your neighbor, don't give up. Amen. I remember one time, and it was many years ago. <laughs> Ooh, see like I fell so much. I refused to get discouraged. I told the devil, shut up. And then I said, I'm going to keep on till I get it right. Yes, so I keep on keeping on till I get it right. And if I happen to falter even now, guess what? I'm going to get back up, ask the Lord to forgive me. And if I need to ask somebody to forgive me, I'm not too big to ask them. Amen. Why? Because his goodness and mercy, his law of kindness is in my tongue. Amen. 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 Spend time with him in the morning before you see anyone. Before you see your husband, before you see your wife, and they sit right there in the bed. Amen. Amen. Spend time with him. Draw an eye unto him. 
throughout the day. Run to him all throughout the day. Tell him, I love you, Lord. Blow me a kiss. Thank you for helping me get through this, Lord. Thank you for waking me up, Lord. Thank you for blessing my children. Thank you for blessing my family. Thank you for fixing this problem. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Put you some songs on. Begin to sing. Get that anger out of you. Get that frustration out of you. Frustration come to everybody. I don't care who you are. You can be as holy as you want. Amen. And when I feel myself feeling a certain kind of way, I'm like, oh, time to pray. Or time to sing. Amen. Or time to dance. Sometimes I'll be dancing around my house. Amen. Pastor, look at me. I'm glad he loved me. You know I'm not crazy. <laughs> Amen. Praise God. But hey, I'm be I'm fellowshipping with my Lord. I'm fellowshipping with my Savior, with my King. I'm building my relationship with God. So when I get in trouble, I can call him Daddy. I need you, Daddy. I need you. He's my daddy. <laughs> and when you feel comfortable with Father God. You call him daddy. And guess what? Daddy loves his daughters, his baby girls. He comes running. He's there already. He ain't got to run. Amen? Praise you, Jesus. It says, live in such continual fellowship with him that when a problem comes up and you need an answer for it, he's the first thought. Don't call Billy Bob, Mary Ann, uh, Suki, Nene, Shanene, all them. Uh-uh. Please don't call them. <laughs> I ain't talking about Vangelis Renee. I said Shanene. <laughs> Praise you, Jesus. Amen. But you practice God's presence so much until he's the first person on your mind. Amen. You want to get up and pray? Take communion daily. Break the of your own life. Learn to walk in the power of God. You had it. Tell your neighbor you had it. You're full of power. But if you don't release, it's not going to come out. Amen. How does it come out? By your mouth saying I'm full of God's power. You wake up. Don't be letting the devil say, well, you know, I ain't got as much power as the Panthers. Look, you got Jesus in you. You got the same power we had. The only thing is you see me using mine, now you need to use yours. Amen. Don't be letting the devil tell you that. Well, you know, I'm just got to wait till I grow. Grow now then. <laughs> use it. Amen. So you don't lose it. Amen. It's a speak your faith. Lord, you're my refuge. Speak your faith, whatever it is. Call them things that be not as though they were. Father, I thank you. This, this problem is fixed. And you just keep on saying and thanking him. It's fixed. Till you see the manifestation. It's fixed. Amen. Then you'll go around and tell the girl, let me tell you what, Jesus did for me. Amen. But keep on thinking. Or man, let me tell you what, Jesus done for me. I'm healed. My body is healed. It's whole. Amen. Even though I had that lung disease in 2005, there are times I still spit up black stuff. It don't scare me. Why? Because I'm healed and I'm whole. In Jesus' name. Amen. And I keep, I'm going to keep on keeping up. Amen. 
Amen. Praise you, Jesus. You're my high tower. You're my ever-present help. Tell him how great he is. Amen. You're my help in trouble. You're the fountain of living waters. Hallelujah. Thank you for refreshing my soul, Lord, because right now my soul needs to be refreshed. Thank you. You're refreshing my soul. You're the one who restores and refreshes my soul when it runs dry. Don't let yourself get dry from going three days and didn't read the word, didn't speak the word, didn't say the word. Sometimes if I didn't read the word, I was speaking it. I'm calling things to be Father, I thank you. I thank you I'm healed. I thank you I'm blessed. I thank you I love you. I thank you you love me. I thank you my family is in love with you. I thank you they say heal, set free, deliver. I thank you we all going to church. I thank you. Just keep on calling those things to be not as until it is. Amen? Don't, don't be getting discouraged because it seems like it's just been slow now. Quit looking at the log and look at the blessing. Thank you, Lord. You promised me. You promised me my son would be saved. Our sons would be saved. Our daughters would be saved. Our natural and our spiritual ones. Thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Your word says in Isaiah 40, 31, that if I wait on you, I will renew my strength and cause me to mount up with wings like an eagle. Woo, ready to fly? I believe I receive your refreshing and your renewing and strength today. And say every day, amen? Yes. As only you can give, I declare that I am strong in you and in the power of whose might? Your might, not my own. We be doing too much on our own. Sometimes we be doing too much on our own. And that's why God, he gonna stand back with his hand. Hold it like that, okay, well, I'm just gonna wait till you come to me. And then when you ask me, pow, I'm gonna fill you with my power. Amen. Remember, Jesus is there for you, always. He's ready, he's approachable, he's full of kindness, Love, joy, peace. And guess what? Say, and so am I. <laughs> Amen. Tell yourself, so am I. <laughs> and he'll pour those things into you until your heart overflows. Thank you, Lord, for filling me with your presence, with your love, with your joy, with your peace till I overflow. So when I get up in the morning and I go out, and people see me, they're like, oh, something different about you. I've been in the presence of God. <laughs> Hi. How y'all doing? Blessings. Everywhere you go, you, you, you're releasing blessings instead of curses. Yes, Amen. Don't be releasing no curses. Release the blessings. Amen. Don't come in there fussing and cussing and all of that. Amen. Get up with joy, peace, love. Release it. And the next time you come, they be like, oh, hey, how you doing? Come on to the front of the line. That's where they do me in some stores, hallelujah. Because they know I come in happy. I come in and, and, and tell them to be blessed. Amen. Pray for them if they need prayer. Amen. Hallelujah. Pay for somebody's groceries as the Lord lead me to. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Let that kindness and that love come out of you. One day was a lady, she put a, a lot of stuff on the, on the uh, conveyor. 
And then um, he said, well, ma'am, this is going to be this, this amount of money. Well, she just looked at him like, well, I ain't got that, but I need this stuff. I said, sir, I'll take care of that. Amen. And I'm just declaring I'm so rich. I'm so rich. I'll go around giving people like Coach Rick do. He go around giving $100 bills every day to people. Amen. I'm going to do it too. Amen. And I have given thousands of dollars to people too before. I just gave it to them because the Lord was leading me to give it to them. Give me this whole thousand. Mm-hmm. Sure is. I'm rich. Amen. Be where you are until you get where you're going, though. Amen. If you got to give out $10, if you got to give out $1 bills, amen. Whatever it is you got to give out till you can give more. Be a giver. Let that kindness come out of you. Amen. He'll pour those things into you. Amen. And you'll overflow with them. Therefore, come boldly unto the throne of grace and obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Hebrews 4 and 6. Amen. And I'm, I'm going to stop right there. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Hey, I don't know about y'all, but I've been having fun with Jesus tonight. And for those of you who've never accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior, or maybe you have accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior, and maybe you kind of, you know, just fell back and been frustrated with life, been frustrated with people, family, your job, or, hey, maybe you don't even have a job anymore right now. I just encourage you just to repeat after me. Just lift your hands. Let us get refreshed, restored, and renewed with God's presence, with his strength. Amen. With his love, his joy, his peace, the fruits of the spirit. Let's let him overflow us with his presence. And repeat after me. Lord Jesus, we ask you to forgive us for all our sins and blot out all our transgressions. And Lord, receive me. And if you're a man, say as your son. And if you're a woman, say as your daughter. And Father, we thank you for receiving us. We ask you to refresh, restore, and renew our strength. Please forgive us for anything. We forgive ourselves. We forgive others. And anything, Lord, that will stop, block, hinder us from having that flowing water of refreshing of your love, of your joy, of your peace, of your patience, of your meekness, of your long suffering, of your self-control. Lord, fill us with you and your presence that everywhere we go, we will change the atmosphere. We'll bring joy. We'll bring peace. We'll bring your love. We'll bring salvation and shift their hearts and mind to fulfill the divine call that is upon their lives as we fulfill the call that is upon our lives. Lord, we give you glory. We give you honor. We give you praise. And I pray, Father, that you bring healing and wholeness to their spirit, their soul, their body. Oh, God, to their finances, to their marriages, to their businesses, to eating and everything, Father God, that's been out of alignment. I command it to come back in line now in Jesus' name. And I declare that the blessings of the Lord 
will continue to make rich and add no sorrow with it. Bring healing and deliverance in every area that they need, spiritually, naturally, financially, mentally, medically, emotionally, socially, physically, materially, with the counsel of your wisdom, knowledge, and revelation knowledge. Let the law of kindness be in their hearts and in their tongues, that they will give you glory, honor, and praise with their mouths. And in Jesus' mighty name. Wasn't that an awesome teaching from the Word of God? Join us every Sunday morning in the sanctuary at 2518 Delaware Avenue, Flint, Michigan, 48506. Sunday school is at 10 a.m. Sunday morning worship service at 1130 a.m. Wednesday prayer is at 6 to 7 p.m. and Wednesday Bible study at 7 to 8 p.m. all Eastern Standard Time. You can visit us on Facebook under Royal Priesthood Ministries. You can watch us on Roku, The Fire Stick, Apple TV, Facebook, YouTube, and Cross TV under the Five Fold Network. You can also listen to us on iTunes and Google Play Podcasts under the Five Fold Network. You can also call us at 810-424-1503. To give a donation, you can cash app us at $7HWB. God bless you, and we will see you next time.